Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. What is up and welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. My name is Carlos. This is Danny. And Juan. And we're back with another episode. Danny is not with us today. I don't know if you probably can't tell because he still sounds awesome, but he's remote. What's up, Danny? How you doing over there? Hey, how's it going? He's getting all the union brothers together so we can get that strike going. Oh, that's what he's doing. (laughs) He's got the meetings going. We're going to start. We're going to get the big rat and put it in front of your house. (laughs) (laughs) Big rat. (laughs) That just made me think of uh, the last last night's episode. Well, Friday's episode of of what we do in the shadows Mm. where the the dolls um, spirit kept jumping from (laughs) and it jumped into one of those strike rats. Strike rats. (laughs) That's good stuff. I still can't talk. Uh, I still can't recommend that show enough. Please watch it. What we yeah. do in the shadows. <laughs> so funny. Uh, anyway, how are you guys doing today? Good. Doing pretty good. 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 Yep. Uh, we got some. Uh, we got some interesting topics this week. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna kick off in a second here. We got a, a really interesting uh, horror story. If you like horror movies, good stuff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook had a, a a beautiful outage. The entire world's uh, uh, psych uh, like. The world went crazy. Pretty Not much. even that. I think I think everyone's mental stability rate went up because <laughs> they didn't have to be on Facebook for like eight hours. Yeah. Facebook outage. Uh, Twitch also got hacked, which is crazy. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Windows 11 because that just released. And we all went to go see No Time to Die, the new James Bond flick, in glorious IMAX. So yes. we'll talk about that. Yeah. Not only the movie itself, but also our experience, our cinematic experience, which yes. is kind of cool. And of course, um, our weekly recommendations, timestamps in the show notes. Feel free to. Jump around. All right. This story, this, <laughs> horror, this horror movie story. Okay. Thanks to Danny for bringing this story to our attention. It's hilarious. So uh, where is it? Let me find it. Okay. So this is something that actually Netflix did, but they're not putting it on Netflix. Actually, it's on their one of their YouTube channels, which is called Netflix is a joke. Is that the right channel? Yep which is a, a YouTube channel that's basically for all of their stand-up stuff. Yeah, their so comedy stuff. clips and stuff. Yeah, like, like little clips. Yeah. Okay, so they made a bot watch 400,000 hours of horror movies, and then the bot went and wrote its own movie. Yes, well, AI, yeah. Well, an yeah, AI it's bot. a bot and AI, whatever you want to call yeah. it. And I'm still curious on how that even, how does that even a thing? You just take a bot and stick it in front of a TV? Like, what do you mean... <laughs> Like I, I'm really curious on the back end of how that works, but whatever. Nonetheless, yeah. uh, the movie the movie is called Mister Puzzles Wants You to Be Less Alive. <laughs> so this bot actually wrote this movie, and they also, you know, someone also animated it. I, I don't know who animated it, but it's a really cheesy looking animation. Yeah. Uh, but it's about f- uh, four and a half minutes long. Highly recommend you watch it. It's hilarious. Uh, what did you what, what did you think about this? St- number one, just the story itself. What'd you think? Oh me, yeah. yeah. I was waiting for Daniel because he's one that brought oh. it up and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the, just the, the the graphics of the animation and kind of reminds me of um, Jigsaw. The char- it's, the character. It's, it's clearly where the inspiration's yeah. coming from. Yeah, uh, at least as far as this partic- this particular scene that I'm I'm assuming the bot wrote a longer movie. Maybe that's all they. I don't know, but this <laughs> little five minute thing of the movie. Is very very much uh, <laughs> oh, taken taken from Saw. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, even the even the title. Yeah, Mr. some of the dialogue too is very out, out, yeah, out was, there. The dialogue <laughs> is hysterical. There's there's some in here. Uh, where is it at? Here, hold on. About the says <laughs> the, the the person that's being tortured in the in the movie says, "My dad will pay you not to kill me. My mom might not." 
Oh man! All right, Danny. What, so, what do you do? You think this stuff is is obviously it's it's a joke, but like, it's, who does this stuff at Netflix where they can just like, hey, let's I, just, you know what I mean? Is, let's just create something like this, right? And I think they've done something similar before where they did a stand up comedy act and they did like other romantic comedies. Oh, but so they a, so this is even the first time they've done something like that. I've never. I, seen Well, it I think it's I think they've experimented with like little stuff, but uh-huh. I think this is the first time they've published that I've seen where they publish an actual, you know. That's crazy. Five minute, five minute clip. I don't mm. know if it's a clip of a full movie or if it's just the actual movie. That's what I'm wondering. It's like, it's like a short movie. Yeah, yeah. It's but like I'm a short wonder, clip, yeah, yeah, but I'm wondering. It, to Danny's point, I'm wondering if the bot wrote more, and yeah. this is just all that they animated. Like, did he maybe, write a full script? Or maybe it wrote a lot, and then they just had to edit. It's maybe interpreted. Just I think, I think it's interpreted from what he wrote. Yeah. Yeah. from it, what it wrote, probably. Okay. Yeah. So like you said, some of the dialogue. It's funny, but it like, if, and maybe it wrote more, and they just had to clean it up so it made more sense. Like, it right? Because it's not very like a lot of the dialogue isn't really coherent. You're like, what? Yeah. Like, you get what they're saying, but yeah. you're like, what's what? <laughs> it's because it's a translation, right? You know, when you translate stuff in uh-huh. in an app, it's like not necessarily exactly how you would say it in English. Right. You know. But where do they get the like, whale? Where do they like get less the whale? Di- like less less alive instead of saying died. Right. right yeah. yeah. He wants you. The Mister Puzzles wants you to be less alive instead of Mister Puzzles wants you to die. Yeah, <laughs> and where they get the whale from? Because the exactly. detective is a whale. Yeah, so there's a detective <laughs> friend in the in the movie, and it's literally a whale with a freaking fedora on. <laughs> it's hilarious, and the whale looks wild. Like whoever animated this whale, it just looks ridiculous. <laughs> and it says here, "Whale arrests chair saws." <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and if you're listening and wondering, that doesn't make any sense. You're right, it doesn't. <laughs> That's what's funny about it. Uh, so go check it out. Go search for uh, just go to YouTube. Watch that just, after a few drinks. Yeah, and and, and even, the title of the video too is not the the title of the actual movie. It just says the first horror movie written entirely by bots. Yeah. So if you search for that in YouTube, it'll come up. Uh, it's it's definitely worth five minutes of your time. We are in spooky time, so check, <laughs> if you want a good laugh, check this one out. It's hysterical. I mean, oh, do man, you think that's do you think that's the future though? I mean, I know they're trying to get more animated i'm sure eventually yeah i'm sure eventually way in the future yeah because we're we're way far away from uh, a bot or an ai writing something and it being uh interesting number one i mean that's hard to do as a human Mm -hmm. um but for some for a bot to write something that is good enough that you can just watch it like yeah this is a great movie like people can't do that still you know what i mean there's bad movies all the time (laughs) written by people so does it ever get does it ever get so good that they give a script like from a movie that's already been made that mm-hmm. wasn't that good and it just yeah maybe they write i can and, see that that's a really good point i can see that being more practical in the near future where maybe they use a bot to like proofread something and the bot kind of says this part of the story doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. it's a plot hole uh this is a, a recommendation you know what i mean so instead of paying someone to proofread or paying someone to rewrite yeah. you can get the the structure of a, of a story of a script the bot goes through it understands the premise of the story and says this part right here doesn't make any sense you should you should fix mm-hmm. it this way that would make a lot of i can see that now yeah you know what i mean just like a supplemental help or even like a, like an ai reviewing the movie so it doesn't have any like um mistakes sure yeah yeah that right too. even like watching it like um um what are they called? like continuity errors yeah like in like oh they're you know this person's hat's a different color all yeah. of a sudden things like that that would make a lot of sense yeah 
also but also the stuff like that is fun to find yeah, in movies <laughs> when you find you know these these weird continuity errors like because yeah. obviously the you know they shoot a scene for 10 seconds and they say cut and then everyone leaves for 45 minutes and they come back and do it again that's yeah. how you make movies so sometimes <laughs> stuff isn't put back exactly the way it was in the first shot mm. so yeah. yeah uh good point though I, re- I would like to see i would be interesting to see if that's a thing in the future where you know an ai is proofreading a script or finding mistakes so that way you know because i mean even like remember like the mandalorian jeans guy remember yeah. the dude in the background in the background yeah <laughs> or the coffee cup in game of thrones that was huge mm-hmm. where you know there was a scene and someone left a starbucks cup right in the scene it's like what? and they never nobody <laughs> they ever, never, saw never it. noticed it so stuff like that it's just hilarious uh humans make mistakes what are you gonna do yeah uh speaking of humans making mistakes uh facebook went out for how long was it was it eight hours I don't it know. It was about eight hours. It was a majority of the day yeah, on, six to eight hours, yeah. on the 4th, right? What was that, Tuesday? What day was that? Yeah, it was yeah. Tuesday. Monday. Maybe Monday. I don't know. Let's just pass week. Whatever day <laughs> One it was. Day. One day this week it happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it also happened again on Friday, but it went down for like two hours. For yeah, it was some, just something minor. Something, something slightly more minor, but it did go out again on Friday. But the big one was this earlier this week. And it, Facebook's, it, according to Facebook, it says that the outage was caused by a cascade of errors, quote unquote. Um, so for number one, how does this happen? I mean, it, it happens, but yeah. I mean, for it to happen on this scale for this long, that's something else must have happened where they could recover. Yeah. Cause it, I mean, talking about scale, I mean, 3.5 billion people use Facebook services yes. around the world. So that's either and Facebook businesses, yeah. and businesses, small businesses. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously between Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp 3.5. That's a lot of people. That's half the planet. Yeah. That uses Facebook. Yeah, it's crazy. So this says this is from the New York Times uh, that apparently it was some kind of basically just some kind of error, right? Like it was like some kind of coding error mm-hmm. that cut the servers off from the internet. Yeah. And one thing I learned when I was researching this is that because Facebook owns all this other stuff, since Facebook is Facebook, they run everything through the Facebook server. So the error that happened. Um, well, through their data centers. Through yeah, the <clears throat> error that happened was at Facebook specifically, yeah. but because everything goes through it, Instagram, WhatsApp, everything else they own goes through that. Uh, even even like the even the Oculus, like the yeah. the VR headset, VR stuff. all that stuff was cut off because if Facebook goes down, it cascades down to everything else, yeah. which I feel like probably shouldn't do that, right? <laughs> like you might you should probably sandbox these things so that way they're separated, so one doesn't impact the other. To me, that makes more sense, but I don't know. This is again, this is massive scale. I don't know. Well, I'm sure they have redundancy across the globe. I mean, maybe yeah. it's just something happened in, in, I don't know where their headquarters are, if they're in Palo Alto or somewhere in California. Uh-huh. But I'm sure whatever this change was cascaded across because everything's so redundant, it probably cascaded across other data centers and stuff like that. So. Right. Uh, and so, to be more specific on what happened, it said, you know, during maintenance of the network, a command was issued to assess how much capacity was available. But the command backfired. I don't know what that means. How does a command backfire? But this has a command backfired, and that's what disconnected the network, blocking Facebook's data centers from communicating with... I mean, it depends on what kind of command. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so if maybe it's written wrong. wrong. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. it was written wrong or something Did like someone that. get fired is the question. <laughs> I'm sure I'm someone... I'm curious. I'm sure... Because if you, if you <clears throat> halt your business as Facebook, which you are a pretty big business, for eight hours? Like, how much revenue lost... Yeah, it's kind of like writing. It's like kind of going to a command prompt in Windows and writing the the shutdown command and hitting enter and it uh-huh. shuts down your entire company. Right, basically, is no what it is. It back up for eight hours. 
That's and a backfire. It, yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a backfire. That's a fucking backfire, let me tell you. It's like, who did the, who typed this command yeah. in? And was it just one person? Well, what a poor bastard if it was. <laughs> just one guy, one guy or girl that just, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That guy's like, you know what? I'm not even going to wait until they come. Get right. He's like, I'm not going to wait for the HR call. I'm out. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I mean, go try to sell the story. Do you make some money? Because yeah. I'm going to be broke now. <laughs> I mean, as an IT person, though, some of those, sometimes when you're typing those commands in and stuff, like when I first started at my current job, I accidentally shut down our print server. Way to go, pal. And (laughs) (laughs) what happened? I just, I must have hit shut down rather than log off and Uh shut down. I mean, it wasn't a big deal. It was down for like five minutes Mm -hmm. before it came back up. But I mean, you start getting calls that people can't print and stuff. But right. I mean, this guy obviously. Oh, well, nobody can get to Facebook. Yeah, which, <laughs> like, which is, that's a bigger problem there. Yeah, a way bigger problem. I don't problem. know, print server, Facebook, I don't know. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. Instagram, you know, nobody can post any pictures. WhatsApp. Any reels, yeah. Sometimes WhatsApp is like the only, that's some people's only communication. Like, yeah. they don't text, they use WhatsApp, and if that's gone, yeah. it's like, fuck me. So, uh, yeah, really interesting uh, that this is the, again, you know, it's, you kind of make fun of it, but. It's just kind of scary that something like this can happen. Mm -hmm. Because what if this happens somewhere else where it's something more vital, you know, like, you know, major utilities, you know, or the internet as a whole? Well, that's just it. It is vital. I mean, it's scary that it caused that much heartache. Uh I mean, when you think about, okay, it's just social media, but. But no, it's it's scary that we're in a world now where it's actually people's, I want to say lifeline, but some degree. Yeah. I don't mean lifeline literally, but I mean like they're. Their connection. I don't know. It's just it's odd. It's just scary. Right. I think it kind of showed how uh, some people might be just a bit too invested or too, you know, yeah. putting too much in. I mean, that's just the world we're in, though. I know. Yeah. yeah. But those people, you know, I guess they'll kind of get over it. But the ones that actually own a business that yeah, runs that's through the one Instagram that's, or runs through Facebook, mm-hmm. I mean, that's their livelihood. So it's kind of scary. Right? right. Yeah. That's that's the one where I think, you know, you can see a really a, a, a very noticeable impact that actually matters a bit more as opposed to like, Oh, I just want to be on my feed, which well, yeah, is cause not I important, had, but yeah, I had, an, I had an executive assistant ask me, do we block Facebook at our company? And I'm like, I think so. <laughs> she's like, well, I can't do anything. I'm like, well, I heard from a birdie that it might be down in the entire yeah. world. And it's like, you're an executive system. Why you on Facebook? Anyway? Yeah. Why are you on Facebook? Well, maybe because they're, but also too, you know, people that are at, are on social media at work sometimes are on there for work. You know, right. they're, no, she, you know, she shouldn't be on. Well, hey, <laughs> okay. if that's your job, you know, maybe your job is also to maintain the, the, the social feed of the company. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't want that job. Oh, no. That doesn't sound like fun to me. You know, it just doesn't. Uh, so scary stuff, kind of, again. And we kind of made a joke about how uh, when, we, when it happened earlier, I was like, well, I guess people are going to actually have to do their jobs today. Yeah. As opposed to just. So they all just went to Twitch. Uh, Twitch Twitter, they all went Twitter. to they all went to Twitter and TikTok. Netflix, <laughs> they all went to Twitch and got yeah. hacked, right? <laughs> I know, right? We'll talk about that next. Uh, but uh, speaking of Twitter, that they were funny because Twitter, the, the official Twitter account, mm-hmm. tweeted out, uh, "Welcome, literally everyone," <laughs> <laughs> because there was no one else anywhere else. And Twitter and TikTok were the only social networks that were up. Well, we were talking in the in our group chat. We should bring back uh, MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Tom was sitting there writing some code and said, like, hey, this now's my chance. Oh, yeah, right? You know what's funny, too? I was just speaking of old social networks. There was uh, uh, this morning, Brittany was watching uh, some old episode of Catfish, the, the MTV mm-hmm. show. Yeah. And they're talking about the social network that the dude was using was Moco Space. Do you remember that? No. You never used it? <laughs> Moco Space. Moco Space. M O C O Space. Moco really? Space. Yeah. 
super old. Wow. I think it was like a, I, I looked it up when, when they, he mentioned it. She's like, what is that? I'm like, you never heard of vocal space? And I looked it up. It's still a thing, number one. There's still an app for it. And it was, came out in like 2005. So it was like a, the MySpace era of okay. social network. And it's still around. Because MySpace was what, like early 2000s? Early 2000s. I can't remember the year, but it was early 2000s. Um, and this, this thing came around around the same time. Okay. It was funny. And then, I, and then when I searched for that, because I was just, you know, curious when it released, mm-hmm. when it was, uh, you know, founded or whatever. And I saw a, a YouTube clip from 2012 from some local news network that said that Moco Space is the most dangerous social network because that's where like a bunch of like predators and gang members go to chat oh, wow. <laughs> because it's a more off the grid social network. <clears throat> what was Google's? Moco called? Space. Google's. Oh, Google uh, freaking. Danny, what was that called? Do you remember? Remember Google had their own. Social? Wasn't it Circles or they had, they had some kind of. They had something it? called Circles. Yeah. Google. Google. What was Google Damn. Circles? It was like a little thing where you can make a, your circles, like meaning like like a circle of friends. So like if mm. I bring you into my circle, it's like, you know, we're friends. On, that's what they called it. What the hell was it called? I'm going to kick myself as soon as I hear you say it. <laughs> Google Plus. Oh. Plus. Google Plus. That's, yeah, that's crazy. What a, ter- yeah, what a terrible name, too. Yeah, because now everything else is Plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. <clears throat> so Google, yeah, at yeah, the time. Google Plus. Yep. There you go. Wow. I mean, I ha- obviously I had one because everyone, as long as you have a Gmail, you have yeah, one. Yeah, you had one. You were out. And, I, and I remember I set it up and I'm like, this is lame. <laughs> like there's nothing, <laughs> nothing interesting here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy how Facebook had took over the world. Really did. And it didn't stop. Like it just got bigger and bigger. Yeah, because it was, I remember it was 07 because I worked at a university and that's how I got my account. Because remember originally it was just for yep. universities, for universities and stuff. Yeah. And they opened it up to uh, corporate email. That's how I got my first one. Back when I first got uh, like a real job, this was mm-hmm. in 2005, and they allowed you to sign up with a corporate email address, and I was able to use my work email to get in there, and that was the first time that I ever did it. So it was like 2005, I think, 2006 mm. maybe. And I was like, oh, I can do, I can make a Facebook. I was like super <laughs> excited about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I, I don't remember when they lifted that because I remember it was just for students. You just you needed a .edu email address. Been, yeah, it had to have been sometime between oh. Well, I got mine in 07, so I had to have been sometime in between that and like 2010. Yeah, when they just said anyone can sign up. Yeah. It's Interesting stuff. Uh, moving on to the, the, the Twitch story. I keep wanting to say Twitter. I don't know why, but Twitch, which is, of course, if you're unfamiliar, Twitch is the game streaming platform where people, gamers or streamers go on there and they stream themselves playing video games and whatever else. Other what stuff. Yeah, what, yeah, there's a bunch of, there's other, there's weird stuff that goes on on Twitch. But there's other non-gaming things too that happen. What's that thing? It's what is it called? Just talking or just chatting? Just or, chatting. Or yeah. chatting. Just chatting. Yeah. Just what chatting. is that? It's just literally just people talking. Just people talking, like maybe watching YouTube videos or okay. just critiquing. Just basically, yeah. Just, just kind of like talking. hanging out with people, right? Yeah. But like virtually in a, in, yep. a, in, a, in a way. So anyway, so Twitter was massively <clears throat> hacked, and the story is not necessarily that it was hacked, which is you know that's big too, but that the entirety of the site was reportedly leaked. Like, and I mean like the entire site, like all the source code for the site itself, uh, everyone's like username and password, uh, the payouts that some of the creators get, which is pretty substantial if you look at the list and, uh, pretty crazy. So they posted it, the, 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 the person that hacked it posted a 125 gigabyte torrent link on 4chan, 125 gigabytes is a lot of data (laughs) if it's just like text and code, like that's a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. (laughs) That is, that is a substantial amount of data. 
so it's, this happened on Wednesday and the hacker stating that the leak was intended to quote unquote foster, foster more disruption and competition in the online video streaming space because their community is a disgusting toxic cesspool. <laughs> That's what he said. <clears throat> and he's not wrong. There's some scumbags on Twitter. I mean, on Twitch. Yeah, well, on Twitter there's, too. There's scumbags all over there. Yeah, but Twi- I don't know. Twitch is, I don't know, man. Some, some, sometimes I'll look at like Twitch comments and these people are horrible. But it's not the streamers. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's the people. It's the people. Yeah. And they're, I'm sure some of the streamers are scumbags too. But. Oh yeah, but they get, they'll get banned right away. Sure, yeah. They and have a financial gonna, incentive to not be. Exactly. Yeah. But you're, you're, your viewers and the people that comment on the streams and stuff, they're the toxic ones. Off, off. And don't get me wrong. This happens on YouTube also. It happens everywhere. Anywhere yeah. there's live comments, is just horrible people. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so the whole thing got uh, hacked and leaked. Did you see the list of the, of what people make? No, but I am interested to hear that. So there is a... <clears throat> they dropped the top 100... Uh, hold on. Let me find it. This is for September. I want to see the the link that shows for the past two years. So from August, 2019 to now they had uh, all of their top 100 people or whatever. Where the hell is it? Did I lose you? (laughs) All right, here we go. So this, this got tweeted out. So gross payouts for the top 100 highest. So the top person, well, give me the top five, top five. So top five is critical role, which is not a person. It's like a team. It's like three people, three or four people. And okay. they stream a bunch of stuff. Uh, two year payout. Just get, take a guess. What, what do you, th- for, two, for years, two years, for two years, <sighs> you too, Danny, take a guess. What do you think the top Twitch streamer made in two years? Just from Twitch, by the way, this is, doesn't include like merch and endorsements and all that other crap. But this that, is just like subs- subscriptions and just what and Twitch stuff. paid out to them okay. directly. I'm going to say, I'll say 1.2 mil. Way off. <laughs> Danny, what about you? What do you think? Uh, three mil? Nope, way off. Jesus. What is <laughs> These it? guys make money. So critical role in the two years, 9.6 million. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But are these, so, well, they probably have an exclusive deal with Twitch as well. Could a be. streamer deal. It could be. So they might, they might make more. Make, they might make more than like a, a regular streamer would make with just um, subscriptions and cheers and bits and all that stuff. Hmm. It's okay. So it was four. Okay. So there's that. Uh, hold on. I, did I lose it again? There we go. I got too many tabs open. Uh, so that's the that's number one. And then number two, it, it goes basically all the way down. So number two, 8.4 million. Number three, 5.8 million. Number four, 5.2 million. All the way down. Mm-hmm. Basically, everyone has made over a million in the top twenty-five okay. in those two years. It's not bad. Okay. So the number number twenty-five is Shroud, who is a pretty big yeah. sh- streamer. Yep. He made two two exactly two million in okay. the in those two years. Uh, another big one like Pokimane, for example, mm-hmm. she's pretty big. She is number thirty-nine, one point wow. five million. I thought she'd be way up there. Yeah, but again, I mean, someone like that, they do tons of other stuff. You know what I mean? They work with other companies. Mm-hmm. They have merch. They have all this other crap going on. Yeah, this is think, just from Twitch. Yeah, because I think she's one of the top top twenty. Yeah, with subscriptions or um, subscribers, right? Because even like the, the the person that's usually considered the number one game streamer or one of them is Ninja. Yeah, and he was numbered forty six as far as payouts go. One point three million for Ninja. But remember too, <clears throat> he also got yeah, you know pulled over to Microsoft for a while yeah. too. So he was off Twitch for a bit. And now he's, I think he's back on there now because the yeah. whole Facebook gaming thing is gone, right? Or Facebook and Microsoft. Didn't they have some kind of deal? It was weird. I don't mm. know. But Microsoft had their own thing. I forgot what it was called. It failed. And they did, oh, some, yeah. they did, and they did some kind of collaboration with Facebook gaming now. 
and Ninja left. left it, yeah, yeah, his his deal is gone. So uh, yeah, so even the top the, the 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 person in last 100th place, TSM Imperial Hal, eight hundred eighty six thousand in those two years, hmm. which is not bad. It's not bad money. Wow, <laughs> you know, it's almost half a mil per year. And again, not including whatever. If you're this big of a streamer, you have other stuff going on. Yeah. You probably have merch. You probably have a Patreon and some other stuff that people can subscribe to and donate and all this other crap. So there you go. So what was number one? <laughs> that that the one that I said. What is oh. the critical? What did I say? It was critical something? Uh, critical role. Critical role. Nine point six million in and those the, two years. Uh, <clears throat> and the mixer. It was called mixer. Mixer. Thank you. That's the the Microsoft yeah. one that went down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, people making big money over here, man. Yeah, people yeah. making some big money. Let me tell you. So, but yeah, so all that stuff got leaked. Uh, passwords. So, if you have a Twitch account, um, they recommend uh, at least number one, updating your password and turning on two-factor authentication. Because mm-hmm. even if someone does have your password and two-factor authentication is on, they still can't technically get in without whatever code yeah. gets texted or emailed to you. So, highly recommend two-factor on anything. Actually, you should have well, it yeah. on everything. Well, if, it, if they offer it, they do. They definitely no, do. but I mean. Oh, like if yeah. everybody does it, but a lot of places really don't yet. Right. Like for example, Netflix doesn't. Yeah. Which is silly. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> like how can you not? Like if that's one thing that gets shared so often, you think they would put <laughs> two-factor authentication into Netflix and they don't. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that's just a, a life hack for you. If you put two-factor authentication for everything you own that that offers it, it'll probably save your life one day. You can have the, ba- the most basic password in the world if you want. Turn yeah. that on at least. Turn that on. Um, but yeah, crazy stuff, man. I don't know. And they're saying that the, the hacker said that this is only part one of what was leaked. So I think he's got more that he's supposed to post later on. And I don't think they want anything. I don't think they're demanding. They were just like, Twitch is a terrible place and we're going to do this. <laughs> just like, damn, man. Yeah. I mean, and then it, I wonder how like the big streamers deal with something like that. Like if your pass, I mean, if oh, you think yeah. about it, hackers, were, if they had their passwords, they're probably right. trying I mean... I would assume they probably got notified before the story even broke. Like if you're a really big, but if they were, if they were collect, well, so this hack, all the data was for like two or three years. Sure. Yeah. Worth. Two okay. years, two years. Right. So the hack happened recently. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. So, Cause it was from, uh, from August, 2019 to October, 2021. So it was basically from August to now. And then, so I'm, I'm not sure exactly what date, mm-hmm. you know, they're up to, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I would I would assume that once they know that they were hacked, they would tell their people like, hey, we got hacked. You need to change your passwords or whatever. Yeah, and I guess there was a, a hashtag that came out on Twitter. Uh, Do better Twitch. So, yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, like I said, it's not it's not the streamers. It's yeah. it's the community that's that views these streamers and they're very derogatory, especially towards the women. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, like Twitch really does need to try to clean that up. But it's at the same time, it's like, how? Yeah. How do you, because it's just random people that are, most of them are just trolling anyway. Yeah. You know, exactly. it's just being, being silly kids or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, how, how do you police it? You really can't. It's kind of impossible, you know, because just people are just hiding behind their usernames and that's it. And they're just yeah. out there talking crazy stuff. And um, there was also an, a, a separate, I don't know if it was from the same person, but it was a separate hack with Twitch where someone went in and they changed some of the background photos of some games to just Jeff Bezos's face. <laughs> Hilarious, man. Cause it's one of those funny pictures of Bezos that they use. Yeah. I mean, cause Twitch is owned by Amazon. Too, yeah. Right. So. Cause Twitch is, that's why they did it. Cause Twitch is owned by Amazon. Yeah. So they put, they just put Jeff Bezos face <laughs> as a, as a wallpaper for specific games is hilarious. This look funny as hell. Is it the one where he's all buff? And no, it's just a picture of his face. Like with a shocked look on his face. It's like, <laughs> it's just, it's just funny. I'm sure if you look up, you'll find it. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, Terrible. Um, 
Speaking of terrible, Windows 11. <laughs> what? <laughs> Windows 11 is out. When did it release? Uh, the, earlier this week. Can't forget what day. I need to. <laughs> I need to keep track of what. Let me get you a little calendar. Let me get you a whiteboard. It so was you can just write it down. this week. Who cares what day it was? It's out now. Okay. <laughs> Windows 11 is out. Uh, I just wanted to talk about my personal experience because all over the internet, people were like, oh, Windows 11 is crap. What have you guys heard before I get into it as, as far as Windows 11 goes, well, if anything? I haven't heard much. I haven't really read up on people's mm-hmm. experiences other right. than yours, but I haven't. What about positive you? or negative, I haven't read, really yeah, I haven't, read much I haven't into heard it yet. Any, I haven't heard anything other than the story you, or the, the breakdown you gave me when we, when yeah. we went traveling this weekend. So there's been some official uh, feedback, obviously, from just people online that have done it. And it's it's very mixed. Like some people are saying zero issues, everything works fine. And some people were, you know, reporting uh, drops in performance and things like that. There is an actual bug issue that impacts Ryzen chips, specifically Ryzen pro, uh, AMD Ryzen processors mm-hmm. that makes it drop performance by about 10 or 15%, which is pretty substantial. Yeah. So that's something that AMD said that they would address. So it's like some kind of update that they need to do for their mm. chip, for their own chipsets to be more compatible with, with Windows 11, mm. which to me is crazy. Like, why wouldn't you have done that ahead of time? The beta has been out for a long time. Exactly. You're yeah, you would comp- ass- yeah, yeah, you're, you're a big, big company. You would assume like- you got your own people already testing it out to make sure that your hardware is going to run on it properly. Um, but apparently they didn't do that. <laughs> it's a feature, not a bug. It's a feature, right? We're helping you. <laughs> <laughs> your computer was too fast anyway. Yeah. It was slowing it down by 15%. <laughs> Take it easy there, buddy. Uh, I personally do not uh, notice any drop in performance. I, my computer is a Ryzen-powered uh, process. Uh, computer as well so mm. it, as far as i can tell it runs fine i haven't seen any issues yeah. um it was a really pain in the ass installing it though and that was my experience and it was just like uh, you had to kind of just jump through a lot of hoops and the reason why is the windows 11 has specific requirements for security right so you have to turn on what's called secure boot and you have to turn on um some other feature I can't remember what it's called. U- TPM. U- yeah, UEFI. I think you said. Yeah, well, that was for the the that was in order to t- to turn these features on. Okay. But it was I think it was TPM. Let me see if that's right. Let me fact check myself. Hold on. Okay. So it is called TPM 2.0. Okay. So that is a hardware thing <clears throat> that needs to be built in to your motherboard. And basically, anything that was sold in the past probably five years has it, right? So it's not anything that is really new mm. and that stands for trusted module platform and it's an actual um so yeah i don't know why it's called tpm trusted so, yeah. module <laughs> platform but whatever that's what they call it <laughs> and it's basically a hardware it's a chip it's like a physical thing that's on the motherboard that just gives it extra mm. security kind of like apple's t2 chip right it's like a yeah. physical thing yep. that okay. helps you with encryption and things like that so you need to have that on and you need to have secure boot on um, now if you bought a computer off the shelf, like most people do, you're probably fine. Cause that stuff is just usually done automatically for you by whoever sold it for you. You buy, you know, you buy a Dell, you buy a, um, what an Alienware, you buy whatever, you know, anything off the shelf. My computer is not, my computer is custom built. So all that stuff has to be done manually. Mm. And, and I didn't do that obviously when I first set it up, cause why would I, it wasn't required for windows 10. And turning that stuff on is a real pain because it will, the, the TPM part was easy. You go into the BIOS, which again, if, if you've built your computer, then you're familiar with a BIOS. But if you haven't, then you're like, what the hell is this? It looks like <laughs> what the hell is a BIOS. Yeah. What the hell is, what am I looking at here? <laughs> Just lines of code. I'm scared. <laughs> 
Uh, it's it's easy to turn it on. It's just a little setting yeah. in BIOS and you save it and you're good to go. But the secure boot, holy moly, was this a nightmare. So the secure boot has to be turned off. I mean, it has to be turned on. But if it's off, which mine was, you have another thing that you have to turn off called CSM, which is some kind of support module. It's similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically a legacy uh, setting. It's not something that's really going to be used going forward. And to turn that off is a nightmare because you have to kind of reformat the hard drive that your OS is installed on in order for it to, for it to switch to to turn that off because it's got to be in a specific mode. And I'm not going to get into the details of it because it's just going to confuse myself even more mm-hmm. and you listening. <laughs> I had to Google it and look up YouTube videos on how to do it. It actually was pretty easy to do. I just had to find the information on how to do it. Um, I didn't have to wipe my computer, which was great. I didn't want to do all that. Um, I know Danny's like, Oh, how dare you? I just, cause I did a <laughs> dirty install. I just, I didn't wipe it. Oh, man. I just write on my, I'm just going to update. Let's go. I don't care. And cause I'm not about to redo <laughs> all my, I'm just like, I'm not doing that's that. a violation in Danny's book. Right yeah, I know. There. Right. <laughs> gotta do fresh installs. You gotta do man. clean installs. All the time. clean installs. Nope. <laughs> just update over what's already there. I don't care. <laughs> Normally I do clean installs, but I just did not have the I did not have the mental energy to sit and redo everything that I need. I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing it. <laughs> if there's a problem, I will, which I, there hasn't been so far. Now, train your bot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get Astro to do it. <laughs> oh, man. So I finally got that to work. I was able to convert my drive to the proper format that it needed. Uh, there's just a command prompt you can do, which is seems kind of scary if you don't know anything about that, but I just follow directions really well. Um, and I finally got to do it and it was, but it took a, a few hours cause I kept messing up the BIOS and every time I would change something in the BIOS, the computer wouldn't boot up anymore. Mm. So I'd have to go and physically hit the reset button on my BIOS, which puts it back to stock and then it can reboot. I could try it again. I did this like 10 times. But literally. you have to upgrade the, the BIOS too. The, I did. The Thank you for reminding me. So I kept doing what they were telling me to do online and it kept not working. Every time I would make the change to turn off CSM so that I can turn on secure boot, mm. I would save it and then the computer would reboot and it would never turn back on again. I'm like, so I reset it again, tried it again. Finally, I just did an update to my BIOS, which you have to get from the manufacturer of your motherboard Mm -hmm. and they'll give you a little file. You flash it and you update it. It worked after that. I finally did the update to my BIOS and then it worked. Updating your BIOS is also kind of scary because if you, if there's, uh, if If you mess it up, it's yeah. If for whatever reason you lose power during a BIOS <laughs> update, you literally need a new computer. You have to go and get a new board because yeah. that one's going to be fried. <laughs> it's not going to work anymore. So because yeah, it even gives you a little warning: do not cut the yeah, power. Yeah, that's why power. they'll even tell you never update your BIOS unless you absolutely have to because yeah. it's unnecessary. By the way, I'm a madman. I update my BIOS every time, except for this time I was two versions back mm. because they just released two new ones very recently. So I hadn't had a chance to update. Uh, but I do it. I don't care. I'm you know I'm a wild man. You don't have a UPS though, right? I don't. Okay. UPS, if you're wondering, is an uninterrupted power supply. It's basically a big old surge protector that has a battery built into it. So if you lose power, your computer will stay on for like five minutes, give or take. Depen- yeah, depending, depending on, depending on, on how big it size. is. And that way it gives you enough time to at least save what you're doing, shut down properly. And, um, those are good to invest in, by the way. Yeah. Well, yeah even yeah. for like your router. Yeah, yeah. So that way your, your internet will be running for a little bit, even if you lose power. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Danny, do you have a UPS? I do not. Do you do you have one? Yeah. Oh, you do. How 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 big is yours? Like, what does it last? What how does is how is it rated battery? I don't know what I don't know what the battery voltage is on it, but it it says that it lasts fifteen to twenty five minutes. Oh, that's pretty good. And then, and well, that's based on what power consumption sure. too. So right. I just ha- I don't, the only thing I have on there is the the modem, the router, 
and the switch that I have on. I don't have no. Okay, so you, at the very least, anything. if you if you lose power, you would actually still have internet for yeah. for as long as that thing is running. Yep. That's pretty cool. Get pretty a generator. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> just get <laughs> just get a generator. Just turn that bad boy on. Let's go. <clears throat> um, but so yeah, so I did it successfully. Finally, uh, it updated, and I like it personally. I haven't had any performance issues. At least it's none that I can tell. Um, you know, I don't, I do, obviously I game on the computer and I use it for mining. Mm -hmm. Uh, but outside of that, I had, I don't like all my photography I do on the MacBook now. So I don't do anything on the PC. Um, but I haven't had any issues with gaming or anything like that. Um, the only issue that I kind of saw was all of my, my computer is hooked up to my TV through my AV receiver. Cause I have it going to the surround sound system. And a couple of times it kept switching back to stereo instead of surround format. Like instead of 7.1, it would switch back to stereo and it kept doing that. Mm. But, and then it stopped. I don't know. So, so I'm sure there's still some bugs in there, obviously, but I've been fine with it. I like it. Um, how about the GUI and the interface? It looks that? good. Yeah. I like the way it looks. All of the, you know, all of the windows are more rounded. Uh, even the animations are really smooth. Like when you open and close windows, mm. it's very much like almost like iOS even where it's just everything just kind of minimizes and opens in a very smooth manner. It just looks nice. Yeah. I like it. I like the color palette. Um, I actually like the little dock, the starting. The, yeah, you, the, you kept it in the middle. Yeah, right? in the center. I like it there. I think it looks cool. So. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with it. And even when you dock stuff to your taskbar, it looks more like an app icon as opposed to just like a little tiny task thing like like Windows 10 did. Yeah, in the bottom. Yeah, so just it just looks a little bit more polished, more, uh, I don't know, just does more modern, I think. Does it stack the, the tiles like if you have multiple windows open of the same app? I believe it does, yes, but I haven't tried that. But I think it does, yeah. I'm trying to think if I've had an instance where I've had multiple, like say I have, you know, a bunch of file explorers open. Does mm -hmm. it stack them? I think it does though, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's it. I mean, if you want to update it, I would do it. If you can, as long as don't jump through hoops to do it like I had to do. But um, it's probably not worth it if you have to do all that. <laughs> what about you, Dan? Are you going to upgrade yours? Uh, no, not yet. Yeah. It's um, probably a good idea because, no. number one, you're, you'd have to do the same thing I did, Danny, because yours is also a custom build. And yep. you'd probably have to go through all those things of turning on all of these security parameters that it requires now. Um, and it's buggy. I mean, it's not that buggy for me, but it's not perfect yet. You just might as well give it a few months. Right? Yeah, I'll wait for some releases first. Yep. Yeah, which is, again, crazy that there's still bugs. It was in beta for like six months. Like, what the hell's the point of the beta <laughs> system? That's what, that's what it's there for. Fix the bugs. What are you doing? Well, I mean, it's always in beta if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. always bug fixes and service packs. And yeah, everything's always in beta. Yeah. So that's the Windows 11 story, you know. So it's tread, free, right? Tread lightly. It is free. It's yeah, free, free it upgrade. is a free update. If you're existing 10, right? You just can't build a machine and download it for free? Correct. Yeah, you have to be yeah. existing 10. So you have to already have an existing Windows 10 licensed computer. And then it's just a free upgrade from there. But you have to install it over ten, or can you? You're eligible to download a full a full install. Yep, and do you a can clean do. Install. You can create a, a bootable USB. They have their own tool to to make it. Okay. So you can do a clean install yourself. But it piggies off. Okay, but it piggies backs off the same Ex license. Exactly right. Okay. Because typically the uh, I believe it. I think the way it works server side. I may be wrong. This is just my assumption. Is that it takes your you know your configuration like as far as what you're currently yeah. using in like your motherboard. And if you do your a hardware. clean install from your hardware, it recognizes that you already had an active key because I've done complete wipes of a computer with a clean install and it just knew that I already had a, li a, a live key and it didn't make me enter it or anything like that. So I think it just knows from the I, hardware configuration. Yeah, because I think it somehow yep. embeds it onto the motherboard or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. I don't know exactly how, but every time I've done a clean install, which I have, I've had to do at least twice, um, I've never had to re-enter my key. It's just, it just knows my product key for Windows 10. So pretty cool. 
I wonder how, like, how the re like you said, yours is custom. So I wonder, like, somebody bought a PC at Best Buy or something, like, how those upgrades are going. Probably, I mean, if it was within the of the past few years, I think they said every anything after like 2016, you're probably fine. It's okay. probably just a clean upgrade. Uh, if you want to check, if you want to know, you can uh, download uh, what is it called? PC Health Checker. It's it's a tool directly from Microsoft, mm-hmm. and it'll tell you if your machine is ready to go for Windows 11. It just checks everything you have and if you're compatible. So there you go. Cool. All right, enough of that. Let's talk about James Bond. Wait, was that the sound? I don't know. <laughs> that sounded like Pink Panther. I don't know what you were doing yeah, over there. Yeah, it was a little bit. No Time to Die, okay? <laughs> what? Uh, this is because this movie took forever. This movie took forever. So let's talk about that first, all right? Um, and we'll, we'll talk about the movie and also our... <laughs> I just knocked over my cane. Again? Damn. <laughs> you didn't talk about your little cane. Yeah, I have a cane now. I can, I can kind of walk with a cane around the house. It's pretty cool. But you didn't tell them the best feature of that cane. Oh, it's got a flashlight. <laughs> And it folds up. I feel like Inspector Gadget on this this bad boy. <laughs> I feel like James Bond with this cane. No. <laughs> All right, Juan, tell us about why this movie was delayed in the first place. Because I'm assuming everyone thinks it's because of COVID, which is half correct. Yeah, and that's kind of what we thought too. Yeah. So the movie was filmed pretty much all of 2019. The In, in its entirety in, in its 2019. Entirety in, in 2019. And originally, Danny Boyle was attached to direct. And I believe he directed a majority of the movie. And it was originally scheduled to come out in November of 2019. And it got pushed out to twenty February 2020 because of Danny Boyle's departure. Uh-huh. And then it got pushed again to 2020 because I think they did a bunch of reshoots, stuff like that. And then COVID hit. And then COVID hit, which is, man, what a bad break. Yeah. Because you, you're you you're delaying your movie for something else. Because, again, it was supposed <laughs> to come out in November of 19. Yeah. And then... Boom. Then COVID hit. And Global then pandemic. Global pandemic. And then they pushed it out to November 12th of 2020. Uh-huh. And then it got rescheduled to... And, and, then, and then also I remember when they were trying to sell the movie. Yes. So when did that happen? I can't yes. remember. People were bidding for the movie because MGM was just going to sell it to Apple or Netflix. And I think Amazon was also in the runnings. There was a bunch of other streamers. That was the beginning of this year. I of think. 21. Yeah. Okay. So they were, yeah, cause they were just like, you know what? We're not going to release this damn movie. Someone buy it from us and yep. put it on streaming. <laughs> and they yeah. wanted a lot of money for it. I think they wanted like 800 million or something like yeah. that. And everyone's like, I'm not paying you that much for <laughs> one movie, dude. <laughs> like, what are you crazy? Yeah, cause originally I think in 20, in January of this year is when it got pushed to October. Uh huh. And then in, in between that is when they were trying to sell it because obviously they weren't sure if it would come out in October because right. of the pandemic. But yeah, October this Friday, James Bond, No Time to Die, finally released. Finally released. Plenty of time to die, apparently. <laughs> um, and I think it's probably good that they didn't sell it because globally in this first weekend, not even including whatever is today because today is Sunday, uh, $313 million worldwide for the, for, for the opening weekend. Not bad. Domestically, not that great. $56 million here and two fifty seven international. 257 million internationally. Yeah. So uh, the movie's obviously making money, uh, as it should. I thought it was pretty damn good. Uh, oh, I yeah, lo- we got to see it in beautiful y- IMAX. Yeah, so speaking of, of, so there is a single IMAX theater in the state of Illinois, where we are located, that is capable of doing 70 millimeter IMAX, which is not standard IMAX. It's bigger. Before, we used to have Navy Pier, which is a super huge screen. Mm-hmm. No longer there. It's closed. AMC closed it. Maybe they'll reopen it in the future. Who knows? But we found one out in the burbs, and it was really similar to Navy Pier, slightly smaller, mm-hmm. but the same style. It, even the seats 
Like it's not yeah. like a you know a, a theater where you can like recline back and things like that. It's more like auditorium style where you well, know Well they did upgrade the seats at Navy Pier after Right. To the similar to the ones that we yeah. were sitting in. So they're kind of cushy and they do lean a little bit, but it's not a recliner by any means. Mm-hmm. It's not like super comfortable like we're like we've we've come to expect now from movie theaters. <laughs> yes. Right. But all in all, what did you guys think of the theater itself? I liked it. I mean, it did remind it me. Nice. Yeah, yeah. When we walked in, like you said, whoa, it's, it's almost like Navy. Because you see the screen right away. Yeah. And the screen is the entire room. And you're like, holy shit, this place is huge. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So it was, it was we very were, similar. We were pretty close. So we, yeah. Next, we, we, were, we were too close. And that was because we had to uh, stay in the little handicap aisle because, you know, I was on my scooter. Um, so that was the because I can't go up the stairs mm-hmm. or anything. So we had to be there. But normally you would go to the very back row because yeah. the back row, you're higher. And you're basically eye level with the center of the screen at the very back of the room. Because I don't think it maybe had more than 15 rows. Probably, yeah. I think, uh, it's, it was definitely smaller than Navy Pier, for sure. Navy Pier is yeah. wider and taller. Yep. But because the room itself was bigger, it, it was still very immersive. Because yep. you were in a smaller room, and the screen is just, boom, just big. Sound. The sound was ridiculous. Actually, it was a little too loud. Really? There was some was like, damn, this is turn that down like two decibels, bro. This is blowing my ears out. <laughs> but uh, amazing uh, experience. Danny, what did you think? It was good. I was expecting the recliner seats, but I'm like, okay. Right. Again, I think most I of us. I haven't been in a theater with, with yeah. regular seats in a while. Right. And I think for there, you're kind of trading that. I mean, not that you're uncomfortable, but you're trading that recliner comfortableness for the big sound and image yeah, and all that screen. stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. And uh, to no, me, I all, thought it was, all all it was good. It was good. Uh, so what did you guys think about the movie itself? Very good. Yep. I liked it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It was long too, but I think, think probably my favorite out of the five Daniel Craig movies. I would say definitely that. It might even be the best uh, Bond finishing movie because every, every mm-hmm. series of Bond, when they have a new actor, which we looked up before recording, there have been seven people that have played James Bond in the past, Daniel Craig being number seven. Uh, they all have some kind of finale movie that ends that that specific actor's run as James Bond. And I think this one might have been the best even of that. Like if you just looked at just the finale films, I think this was probably the best one. Yeah. Because it's really good. It was I really enjoyed it. Yeah. That was awesome. Good story. Action the the action scenes were really well directed. They looked good. Mm-hmm. Um in mm-hmm. the very beginning, man, there's this one it looked like a real stunt that, that someone did. It wasn't Daniel Craig, I'm sure. <laughs> But this crazy like motorcycle when stunt, he, when where he goes he, up, yeah, when he goes up. up over like a wall, yeah. like someone did that. That wasn't like green screen or yeah, anything. I was like, damn, who did that? <laughs> this is a crazy stunt. So uh, really good stuff, man. I really liked it. Yeah, even the villain, because I like I told you before, um, Javier Bardem, he was the villain in, um, in Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah, and I didn't really like him. As I didn't care villain. for him either. And that's yeah. the, if you if you know who that is, the guy from No Country for Old Men. Yeah, who's a good great actor. He's yeah, he's a very great. Actor. But I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like his hair. Yeah, he was like blonde. He just looked kind of silly. It was very weird. But yeah. Rami Malek, he did a great awesome. Job I think he did a great job. And we kind of had two villains because you had a, mm-hmm. a you still had Blofeld in there who was a villain from Spectre. That was the last movie. Was that twenty sixteen? Uh, I think Spectre. Oh, twenty fifteen for Spectre. Okay, 15. so um. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think we're going to do any spoilers here because we, you know, the movie's too new. We give you guys some time to go watch it, but I would recommend you do, especially in in an mm-hmm. IMAX setting if you can. It just it looked awesome. It sounded really good. Um, pretty long, so you know, make yeah, sure you make sure your bla- make sure your bladder's ready. Typical James Bond. <laughs> yeah, it was like two and a half hours. Um, but man, yeah, definitely good stuff. Now, what, now obviously this is done. We're the the run is over for Daniel Craig. Yes. Obviously, we're not going to tell you how the movie ends, but we knew that this is his last one, mm-hmm. and. Uh, whoever, who they're going to get next, who knows? Uh, now the question is, is how do they treat the story? Cause again, we've had seven people who have played James Bond. 
the running theory that if they ever bother to explain why there are different people playing the same person, um, they would, I'm my best guess would be, they would say that James Bond is not an actual person, that it's a persona, that it is mm-hmm. a alter ego. It is an alias. And if you become a double agent, 007, you are James Bond. Mm-hmm. Like that comes, it comes together. You know what I mean? What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, it's a good theory and I, I, and I could see that happening and not to it spoil would make sense. Yeah. Not yeah. to spoil anything, but maybe that's where we're going. Right. Yeah. Because no one's yeah. ever addressed that, right? Yeah. Sorry, Danny, go ahead. No, I'm saying it would make sense because all the previous Bond, play, they, they, they were, none of the movies had a your stereotypical James Bond. They all played it differently. Correct. Right? Yeah. It's like, And I think yeah. that's what makes the most sense is that what you just said, Danny, is that every person like Pierce Brosnan is a way different James Bond than Sean that, Connery. Than Sean Connery. Because Sean or Connery Timothy was Dalton. like the, maid, the ladies' man. Exactly. He was the lover. Like Daniel Craig is like, he was a lover too, but he was an asshole. Yeah, too. He's, he's the action guy. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's yeah, he's like he's a straight killer, man. That dude's a he's every movie he's just like viciously yeah. murdering people. <laughs> it's like <laughs> damn, <laughs> jeez, Daniel Craig, relax. Uh, but yeah, I just uh, I, I think that's a that even plays more into it the fact that the James Bond character is play is portrayed so differently from Daniel Craig to Timothy Dalton to Pierce Brosnan who. Pierce Brosnan is my James Bond as a kid. That's the first James Bond I ever seen, GoldenEye, 1995. And I was, what, 11 years old? And, you know, that's like, oh, that's James Bond. And yeah. then he was four. He did four of them. So for, for my entire childhood going into adulthood, it was Pierce Brosnan. And I think Daniel Craig is the best for sure. Yeah. I think he's awesome. If you like, you know, that, because, again, he's very, mm-hmm. you know, just shoot you in the head. I'll ask questions later. He's just nuts. This guy's just, just going in. He's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I really like that theory of that. James Bond is not an actual person. It's just an alias that you take on if you become 007. So good stuff. I really like this series too. I really liked Q. I forgot the guy's name that plays Q, mm-hmm. but he's awesome. If you're unfamiliar with the James Bond universe, Q is the person that gives James Bond all his gadgets. Yeah. So here's your exploding pen and your watch mm-hmm. that does this and that. Even, even well, Judy Dunch is M originally and then Ralph Fiennes is Exactly. M. And I like him as M too. He's mm-hmm. pretty, he's pretty great. By the way, it's Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you guys were talking I, about? I the noticed theater? it. It's just funny because I've he's been M for the past two movies. Yes. But he was Yeah. He was two, in the other he was in the other movie. Yeah, he was, but he wasn't M yeah. until uh Skyfall. Or, well, at the Spectre. end of Skyfall, and yeah. then he was M Inspector. Um and I didn't notice it really. And then I kind of leaned over to Brittany and I'm like <laughs> And she's like, who? And I'm like, Mary Potter. And then I looked, I read, leads over to Danny. I said the same thing. He's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Nerds. It's just funny. As you see his face, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> so funny. So do you think, do you think they already have somebody ready to take the role? Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure they have people in mind, but they have to still pitch I mean, it if to it's, them. If we've been waiting for two years, I mean, they had to pick somebody by now. Yeah, maybe. Well, there's always, there was already talks that it was going to be uh, Idris Elba next. Mm. So who knows? I, I think he'd be a cool Bond. Yeah, he likes he likes to kick ass. Yeah, too. he likes to shoot people in the head. <laughs> <laughs> it's also got to be really hard for the actor to not do it the way the previous one did and do something different, right? Like I'm yeah. sure Daniel Craig is like, I don't want to be Pierce Brosnan. Let me do something different. So that's got you have that's got to be then, front yeah, of mind. But then you got to think too. Pierce Brosnan was the '90s. Yeah, Daniel Craig took over mid 2000. Yep, 2006. Yep. Yeah. So it's like. It was a different time and stuff back in the right. 90s to now. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, too. The next actor, you know, he'll have to take the realm of what's going on at that time. Or Yeah, because it's always 
based off you know just what time you're in and what's mm-hmm. going on but um uh, i don't know if this was better than casino royale that's still my favorite but yeah. it was really close i yeah. still think that if not this is a close second followed by skyfall and then specter and then quantum of solace was the worst that one was that, one, that was well, a short one I, yeah that was a short one. i don't mind gonna say it was terrible but it was not very good uh i really disliked that not disliked it i just it was the worst of the four for sure or five 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 um a couple things that i noticed that they stole directly from mission impossible ghost protocol hilarious okay <laughs> I'm, I'm watching i'm just like hey <laughs> well there's a I'll, I'll tell you about a story too right now okay that I so here's what i what i noticed if, uh, almost the, one of the opening scenes is uh, by the way the opening scene in this movie is insane the whole bike chase yes. thing that i was just talking about that whole yeah, thing the, was nuts because the beginning the theme song at the beginning it was yeah. like what 20 minutes in yeah yeah almost and that's usually how they are and then you get the yeah. actual title but song it felt longer just for some reason yeah it did which the no time to die song is billy eilish yeah. I, I actually like the song too it's pretty cool um so some things that they stole is the there was a scene where they're climbing down a building from the outside and then they cut the glass to get in Yep. So that's the, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they're upset. Yeah. From Ghost okay. Protocol. Uh also from the same movie, Ghost Protocol. This is the this is the Mission Impossible with uh Jeremy Renner. And he there's a scene where Jeremy Renner falls down an elevator shaft while wearing a magnetic suit and he gets caught by magnets. Mm. And they do that the same thing in this movie as well. Do you remember that? Yep. And then the very last one is the um well, I'm trying to find my IMDB. Is the actor. The um, that uh, what was her what was her name Marilyn Madeline Madeline she was one of the villains in Ghost Protocol. Oh, okay. They took two oh, things. Yeah. They took two things and and one of the <laughs> actors. <laughs> yeah, she was um she was an assassin in Ghost Protocol. I forgot her name in that in that particular movie, but uh, I thought that was kind of <laughs> thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, what was her name? Her name was her name is Leah Leah Sadu. Is her real name? She played yeah. Madeline, and in Ghost Protocol. She was Sabine Moreau, who was a, an mm. assassin. So I thought that was kind of funny. That's yeah. what I noticed. <laughs> so there was an article I read, and I, I don't want <clears throat> to give too much away because it'll spoil the movie, but they compared this movie to a recent Marvel movie. Okay. I'll tell you guys at the end, but it, there's like a comparison where somebody wrote an article and pretty much laid it out the way that a recent Marvel movie. Yeah. Okay. Out. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. I, I, like so, yeah, that. I mean, I think they, they, yeah. I think they do take like little pieces of... Yeah. And it's a good, it's, it's, it's just a good wrap up too. I think, I think it was a great, like I said, I think it's the best one where it's far as the, a finale film for a a Bond character or a specific actor playing a a James Bond. Uh, so yeah, I thought it, you know, I think this, the ending was, uh, was pretty satisfying, you know, just like, Mm -hmm. yes, this was good, you know, some feel goods at the end. I thought it was great, but, uh, but yeah, that's it for that. What what would you guys rate it without out of zero out of five donuts? I'll give it five. Wow. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I didn't, I mean. I'll talk about it when we do Donut Bites, but I pretty much watched all four previous movies uh-huh. in the past week and a half. Right, I did the same. I just, so just speed like, ran them all. Yeah, <laughs> just it's just like okay, this like this this nailed it for me, and this was just Danny. What's your rating? I'd say four. All right, Danny's a little more conservative yeah. with his rating. He's not going to be handing out donuts like willy nilly. I like handing out donuts, man. I'm going to go five as well. I thought I really liked it. I thought it was yeah. great. I thought I th- it had everything I was looking for. Uh, good story. The action was great. Um, got to see it at an IMAX, which was awesome. So yeah, I would say there maybe four and a half, but I, I, I'll go. F- I'll round up to five. Yeah, I mean, because like the villain, the actors, the, everything was well, and, and especially too to switch directors. Yeah, which usually when something like, like that, that happens, it's like you you can tell like yeah. oh, this movie's crap now. But no, it was good. Yep, really enjoyed it. Uh, all right, let's move into our weekly recommendations. Mmm, donuts. All right, what you got, Juan? What you been watching? So I did watch. Like I said, I ended up watching Skyfall, Inspector. 
this week. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, No Time to Die. Um, I did finally watch 42 in its entirety because I've only been able to catch bits and pieces here and there. That's the, the, the Jackie, Jackie Robinson? Robinson. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Yep. And then uh, What If finally wrapped up this yes. week. Very good, good stuff, man. Really like that. Ted Lasso wrapped up this week as well. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, and I did watch Squid Game. Oh, you did? Yep. How much of it? All of it. Oh, what'd you think? Yeah. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. Did you watch it in, in, in English with the with Yeah, the, I watched with, it in English. With the dub? Yeah, because yeah, I, I couldn't do the the subtitles. Yeah, it's hard. You gotta really pay attention. Yeah. You have to have energy to like read something. And they and sometimes it goes really quick. You're like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> and I did read an article about like the way that the writer wrote it. Like I guess that is a very big problem in South Korea. Oh yeah. So that yeah, he was taking from his own he was experiences, taking from experiences all, yeah. of other people and stuff yeah. like that. So he said I think he said he wrote that back in like twenty thirteen. Yeah. And he was getting denied left and right from every studio. He was trying to take it to people. And they're like, we don't want that. And then boom, like number one show on Netflix. Or it's trending to be number one show all time on Netflix. Yeah, 90 countries. Crazy, man. And rightfully so. It's not like it's all hype. It's a good, <clears throat> it's a really good show. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So. so I knocked that out in this past week. And yeah, I was very impressed. It was Sweet. Really good. What you got, Danny? Anything new? Uh, no, nothing new. Um, just our network shows. And then um, well, the movie that we went to go see on Friday. Um that was it. it was a pretty low quiet tv watching week for me okay <laughs> same for me i've um didn't watch too much stuff obviously no time to die just last night we saw an uh, older movie it's kind of a horror movie more of a suspense movie it's called it comes at night it's on netflix uh, i think it's from like 2017 and the movie itself was good but the movie just abruptly ends just so you know, just if you want to watch this, I would recommend it because it's also short. It's um, Netflix has this little section called 90 Minute Horrors, which is great. Mm, for Halloween. Yeah, because most horror movies are pretty are pretty short. Yeah. Uh, but this one is one of them. It's, it's, it's a short movie. And again, it's just more of a suspenseful kind of thing. There isn't there isn't like a, a, a monster. There's nothing, you know, demonic, nothing like that. Nothing supernatural. Uh, it's just like a creepy movie. It's, I, I liked it. So, but, when, you, so yeah. when you say that it just ends, is it like that Sopranos ending just ends or just... Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, kind of. It just kind of felt like it just ends. And I'm like, there should have been at least two more scenes. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> so it just ends. Okay. So, but I think you will enjoy it still. As long as you know that going in, so it's not a, it's not a shock to you yeah. that it's just going to abruptly end. <laughs> but it is. it was pretty good. I, I did like it. Uh, also, too, as far as Netflix horror movies go... Uh, no one gets out alive, which is a, a Netflix original film. Mm. Uh, that was pretty awesome. It has a, I won't spoil the movie for you, but man, there is a very, um, Guillermo del Toro esque creature in this movie and okay. it looks fantastic. Yeah. And so it's great. I liked it a lot. So that's good. Check that out on Netflix. If you want to watch some spooky stuff, also pretty short, like an hour and a half, maybe less. Uh, it's called no one gets out alive. And then of course, no time to die. And as far as uh, gaming goes, I started playing far cry six. Okay. pretty good so far yeah. i mean it's, if you've played any far cry game that's uh ubisoft right that's ubisoft and we this talked is, about the yeah during their event too right right exactly this. okay and this is the one that has uh giancarlo esposito as the mm, villain okay is okay. the villain in the in the game yep so of course gus Fring himself yep. <laughs> he's an awesome villain yeah honestly he really is uh and he's doing a good job in the game so far the game far cry games are very huge like you can play them probably for months because there's so many side quests to do. It's a big open world. Mm. Um, so it's it's cool to play. Also, too, if you don't want to actually buy it, you can just sign up for Ubisoft Plus, which is like their own little monthly service. And you get access to all of their games day one. So it's like 15 bucks a month that you can just play all their games. Mm. So if you don't want to spend the full 60 and maybe you just want to play it for a month, you can do that if you want. 
That's what I did personally, because I'll just cancel it once I'm done with the game. Because, uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's pretty good. I, I've really been enjoying it. I think I've put in a bunch of hours already on it and just came out on Thursday. So it's only been like three days. Okay. Um, that's about it for me. What you guys got? Anything else? What's coming up nope. this week? <clears throat> uh, what do we got? This week, movie-wise, The Last Duel. Okay, that's the one with, um, with Adam Driver, Ben Affleck, Adam Driver, and Matt Damon. Matt Damon? Oh, yeah, he is in that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Halloween Kills. Is that this week? That's this week. Interesting. Is that going to be theaters only? Is that going to be? It's theaters only, but when I saw the commercial today, it did say streaming on Peacock as well. Immediately? I guess. Because if that's the case, I'm not going to the theater to watch it. I'll check, but I I believe it is going to stream on Peacock as well. Okay. So that is the, maybe the last Halloween movie? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) How many times have we said that? (laughs) They're going to keep doing this, man. Oh, also, uh, today is... uh, um, the new Chucky show is out today on sci-fi. So <laughs> I said I would give it a shot because I like Chucky. Like a series? Yeah, it's a series. It's a sci-fi series. Really? Yeah, and it's just called Chucky. The show is called Chucky. <laughs> um, I'm, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt because I'm hoping they they go more into the actual character of Charles Lee Ray, which is, people don't know, that's why Chucky's called Chucky. Yeah. His name's Charles Lee Ray. Yeah. <laughs> He's an actual person <laughs> and he put his soul into the, the doll. And that's why yeah. we get Chucky. <laughs> Uh, the first Child's Play is one of my all-time favorite horror movies. Uh, I, it's just a class. I love that movie. See, I think the idea is original. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. I think it's great. See, that's why they, they, this guy used these bots to come up <laughs> with some better freaking material because we I just know, keep right? recycling everything. I know, right? We, we, talk, we said that last week, too, how it's yeah. like most, most ideas are not new anymore. You're just taking stuff you already did and redoing it. But, um, hey, there's some nostalgia there. You know, obviously, yeah, but I mean, Michael Myers is... Oh we haven't God. had a Jason movie either in a while, right? Yeah, we might have. I think we're due. <laughs> we're due for a new Friday the 13th. Uh, for a new... Uh, it is yeah, Friday, Friday the 13th. Yeah, it is Friday the 13th. I get them confused. <laughs> Why not throw a new Nightmare on Elm Street while you're in there too, Friday. right? Uh, so this is, I'm going to look up Jason Kills streaming. Halloween Kills. Oh, so I said Jason <laughs> you, do get him, you do get them confused. Halloween Kills streaming. <laughs> All right, let's see. Is this going to be on? It says Peacock TV. Let's see here. Uh-oh. Well, this is what? Is This is a sequel from the first? Well, yeah, in theaters and streaming only October 15th. Okay. On Peacock. Yeah, see? Fantastic. But this is what? A sequel of? Of the last one. Which was what? Halloween? I think it was just called Halloween. And because, this is, this and, is with, with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. So, so just to get everyone caught up on Halloween, the last one with Jamie Lee Curtis, which was what, two years ago? I think it was 2018 maybe 2019, it was basically a sequel to the very first Halloween movie. So, so the, it skipped two, right? It skipped all of them. It okay. basically retcons every single Halloween movie except for the very first one. So this this new one that came out with Jamie Lee Curtis back two years ago is almost like an exact sequel of um, Halloween 1 from 78. Yeah, because I do remember when that one came out that there was they said that it was skipping Halloween 2, which wasn't bad. Yeah, no, Halloween 2 was pretty good. Yeah, and then Halloween 3 was terrible. Was well, yeah, Halloween 3. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorites is 6. Curse of Michael Myers, the one with Paul Rudd. I <laughs> love that movie. I love that movie so much. I don't know why. It's not good. It's not good at all, but it's one of my favorites. <laughs> so good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, so the 15th. Good. I get to watch that at home. That's terrific news. <laughs> we already have peacocks. So. Peanuts and donuts. We're going to have a movie night here for sure. All right. Well, that's it for us, guys. Uh, whatever pops up later on this week, we'll talk about it next week as usual. And Danny will be here next week. And Danny will be here, right, Danny? <laughs> Danny, you going to be back? Yep. Oh, okay. Good. Yep. You had to get off mute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your week. We will see you next week. Take care. Bye. Wow. 
I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day, Meatbag. Thank <laughs> you.